Hey podcast listeners, in this episode I interview Chelsea Shea Hodges, who in addition to being a friend around town, is a hustler and the hair and makeup artist to the stars of Southern Charm. We cover how we found Charleston, where to eat, why moving here on a whim wasn't a terrible career move for us both, and of course, a bit about the cast that she tends to. Enjoy. I'm sitting here with uh, Chelsea Shea Hodges, who... um Let's face it, your hair and makeup to the stars of, oh. of, of Charleston. Uh, but before we get into that, um, who are you? What do you do? What brought you to Charleston? All right. Well, like you said, I'm Chelsea Shea. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born in South Florida, grew up in Louisiana, um, went to high school there, a couple years of college, and then moved from there to Columbia, South Carolina. I went to cosmetology school there. And then my sister started at College of Charleston when I was living in Columbia. And so, so that I, was the tie to Charleston? Mm-hmm. Got so it. I came and visited her one day. Got it. And I was like, holy shit. I didn't even know what Charleston was. It wasn't on the map yet. Like, what Blake year was Lively this? and Ryan Reynolds got married a couple, uh, shit, seven and a half years ago. Okay. So what year was that? I can't do math. I do hair and makeup. <laughs> <laughs> what year is so that? So it would have been two, about 2011, 2012. Okay, 2019 yeah. right now. So we, I didn't realize we kind of got here around the same, same time. time. But Charleston wasn't really on the map then. No. Like, I didn't even know what Charleston, South Carolina was. No. As stupid and ignorant as that sounds. Well, no. I mean, I was the same way. Yeah. I mean, I, I literally came here first when I was a kid. We were the weirdos from Pennsylvania that instead of going to the Jersey Shore every year, we would come to Charleston, Hilton Head, Savannah. Yeah. And my parents, inevitable, now they're retired uh, down in Bluffton, but, you know, thought that might be the second home, retirement home, whatever. And I, I always just thought of Charleston as this sleepy little town that had, you know, we'd do the carriage tour and we'd walk around and they'd it say, don't, the time. <laughs> 100%. They'd say, don't go north of Calhoun because it's unsafe. Oh, yeah. There's nothing to see above Wentworth. And now it's, you know, what so it is. Different. Yeah. Yeah, so I visited my sister. I was like, you're going to college at Charleston? They have a football team? What? In the South? Like, right. why don't you want to go? I mean, you know, football in the South is huge. Right. And she's like, it's cute. It kind of reminds me of New Orleans from when we grew up in Louisiana, but it's a lot cleaner. Yep. And I was like, okay. So I visited her, and I was like, hmm, I did some research, and I saw that, like, destination weddings. You thought weddings, I was going to blow up. Destination oh. weddings were, like, going crazy over Charleston. Because you'd been doing hair and makeup? Already or mm-hmm. in Columbia? In Columbia. So yeah. I graduated cosmetology school in like 11 months. It's supposed to take time, but it, okay. you know, I yep. went to football games and stuff like that. Hey. You know, little party. We, we all there. did. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Um, worked at a salon for a little bit. Went through a breakup. Wanted to get out of Columbia. Columbia's the armpit of the South. Um, <laughs> so I, Sorry to the four people from USC who are <laughs> living in Columbia right now. They're actually You know listening. what? Columbia though has grown a lot. They have like a Hall's Chop House now. They have yeah. rooftop bars. None of that was there. Yeah. When I... I lived there. I worked at Pearl's Oyster Bar and went to cosmetology school. That was like my life. I, I can still effectively say I, I've not spent much time in Columbia, yeah, though. Really even even being here for like eight plus years, yeah. I, I did like a – you know what I did? I did like a day date there once. We went a to day the, date? Yes. We went to the zoo. Oh, that's cute, Gentry. We went to the zoo, and then, you know, we fed the animals and did that shit. And then we found like one or one of the two – pretty decent restaurants and like toured around but there that was like a good day well how long ago was that that was that had to have been like 2014-15 yeah it's changed a lot it's actually pretty columbia for what it is has turned up nice if only their football team could do that well. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
be a Gamecock fan, I don't know how they do it, honestly. Well, you know, I grew up a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I mean, in the 90s, yeah, we were sure. absolute dog shit. So, like, yeah, I, like I feel no Gamecock, remorse. Yeah. The Gamecocks, they beat, like, some of the best teams, and they lose against the shittiest. I don't understand it. Well, you know, it's uh, it's one of those deals. Well, I think the current coach, if given time, always game plans super well, but he's not a, yeah. he's not a lead guy. Um, but anyway, we don't have to get in the nitty gritty of, of pissing off Gamecock fans within the first five minutes of my podcast. Oh yeah, podcast. Okay, let's go back to Charles. So, no, let's go back to you. Uh, uh, yeah, so you, you're, you're not from here. You two are transplant, uh, originally from Florida, originally South from Florida. Florida. And then when did you go to New, uh, New Orleans? I did. So my step, let's go. Like my stepdad was a postal inspector. So whenever he got promoted, we had to move. So that's mm. why I moved a lot growing up. Got it, got it. Which got is it. great. I mean, I definitely, those kids like, oh, this is the house I grew up in. Look, you know, yep. it's so cool. But also too, you name a state, I probably know someone in it and I can start up a conversation with a wall. Sure. You know, because of that. Well, which I love. I mean, I've known that about you from the time, <laughs> the time we first met. Um, but that actually brings me to an interesting question. I, of course, jotted down a few notes. You somehow effectively have networked your way through Charleston seemingly without making any real enemies, which is tough to do in a small town. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't maybe, know any yet. <laughs> you have some out there that I don't know about. But uh, for for the people out there that are like moving to town, who are looking to to like grow a network, because I went through the same shit. You know, like I moved here, I knew no one. How did you so. go about like connecting? with people when you first moved here? Like, what'd you do? Where'd you go? Yeah, of course. I went out a lot. Sure. I drank a lot of alcohol. I spent all my money on food. Hopefully you wrote it all off. (laughs) Exactly. My mom would be like, Chelsea, what are you doing today? I'm like, I'm going out. She's like, this is like your sixth night in a row. I was like, that's how you network mom and meet people. And honestly, that really in a small town and a food and bed town, that's just what you got to do. You kind of got to go out. I mean, I'm not saying you have to spend all your money on the booze and food like right. I did. Like, right. you can have a soda water at the bar. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, um, right. I just, you have more fun that way. Well, I was going to say, when I first, you know, because if we moved kind of around the same time, um, without knowing a soul um, outside, my sister was getting her MBA at the Citadel at okay. the time. And, but she literally, you know, she's like working full time. She had a steady boyfriend that's now her husband. Um, and in, in school, she knew socialite. Like, I don't think I met anybody socially, uh, through my sister. I just said, I was like, you know what? I I can't get stuck in my own routine because I know myself, like if I get a job and start going to the gym and a sports league and I, that's it, I'll meet no one. So I, I intentionally forced myself. I think there was like a movie about this. I would say yes to everything. Like I would literally, yeah, I would just, I think I, one of the first real events I went to was some like charity ballet thing. I don't charity ballet. I don't fucking know a thing about ballet, right? But but I just I happened to be uh, I got asked to help like coach and train uh, kids for tennis on on Saturdays, nice. you random got weekend. Moms. What? <laughs> yeah, totally the goal. Uh, if you don't but, know what Gentry looks like. He's a very good looking. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but. Uh, I, one of the other coaches happened to like, I don't know, they asked if I wanted to go. And this was something that like at 25, I had absolutely no, I wouldn't, I still to this day would probably say no. Went, met a, met a couple from there that happened to be from my hometown who now like, of course, eight years later become a client. It, it just, it's so weird how so Charles, small. yep, yep. But you have to start making those connections. You have to. And that's the like, 
thing I knew, I guess, from moving and creating relationships and friends and whatnot, um, that this world is small and you have to just be nice and outgoing totally. to everyone. Everyone's connected in some way. Yep. So I guess going back to not having a lot of enemies, yep. I'm sure I do have some out there, but oh. um, I try really hard to, you know, be friends with everyone and keep those relationships and those distances with certain relationships and sure. whatnot. Um, but yeah, just social, going to events, being invited to events, mm. social media, that's a whole nother world. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to drill you on that one. Uh, but before we get, so when you first moved here, I'm always intrigued, of mm. course, especially given the nature of what I do for a living. Um, and we're both we're, ADD. This is going to yeah, go 100%, all over the place. Of course. Yeah. Take your Adderall to listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I know I, I probably drank too much cold brew, uh, this morning, but, uh, where did you first move when you moved to town and why? Oh, What's that's the a good origin question. story? Okay. So since I moved from Columbia to Charleston, um, Columbia rent, I was living downtown Columbia, South Carolina Yep. with two other girls, but I was paying $350 a month in rent. Okay. Good. And that was still kind of like. Yeah. Average. Yeah. Like it wasn't cheap. It yeah. wasn't high, but it right. was average. And we were living in this badass, like historical house, two stories. Sure. It was gorgeous. Yep. Um, oh, I came from, you know, living in a townhouse with two guys in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and it was like a beautiful yeah. historic home, like walk to a brewery, walk yeah. to the downtown and area. And between the two of, and then granted, this is like 2,000 plus square feet. Each of us had our own oh, yeah. big bedroom. Bathroom. One of the guys lived upstairs in the loft. Oh, we were entertaining all the time. I think collectively we split it. Mm-hmm. All of us had off street parking, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. I think we split it and it was maybe like 350 to 400 miles. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Yep. Exposed brick, the oh, whole yeah. nine, the whole nine. And like here, I moved and, and, Lived in like a 450 square foot, you know, studio space off of this old, like sort of bohemian hippie mm-hmm. woman's backyard. And it was like 950 to a thousand bucks then, then, in like 2011, oh, 2012. Yeah. So when I came, so I decided I was moving to Charleston because of the wedding industry starting to boom. And I was yep. like, this is a perfect opportunity to create my name, yep. be a bigger fish in a small pond. Yep. Um, I went on Craigslist naturally because mm. what other single sure. female Yep. <laughs> you know, where, where do you find it was kind of like three people putting like rentals and shit on oh, Facebook. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was good. And I was like, holy shit, the rent here is so expensive. Mm. I was like, I can't afford to freaking, I mean, I have no clientele. Yep. I didn't have a job at that point. I was just going off stage. Well, there was, there was none of those like mega, like the guild. There was none of that. None of that. Town. No, you didn't go past Basil when I moved here seven years ago. Yeah, right, right. Like there was Midtown. Um, what is it called now? Prohibition, but it was called Mercury. Yes. At the time. Yes. And, oh my God. I remember uh, like sneaking in the back door. Oh yeah. At, at and Mercury. there was Torch. Yep. That had the stripper pole in the back. Yep. With the red lights, which is now super, vintage. Super. Well, you know, yes, that's so true. <laughs> and like, I can remember I was doing like some, some random, uh, uh, work for this nonprofit downtown affiliated to the Citadel. Yeah. And I would tell those guys that there was this great late night spot called Butcher and B that was just above the overpass mm-hmm. of the Crosstown, yeah. and they would look at me like an eight head. They'd be like, why the hell would you walk up there at night? Oh, yeah. It is the most unsafe You want to go to Spring Street? No, no. They, like, you could not, and I don't, I can't recall if Barca was there or not. Barca's always been there, 
I was gonna say, together. but I feel like that was like, that like, was like alone by right. That yeah. you would it, that was like you yeah. know oh, it's a block too far. Yeah. But my God, late night at Butcher and B, we're like so good, yeah, and it's not there memory. anymore. No, I know, I know. Anyway. Uh, that was fun. Yeah. So I was looking on Craigslist, and I was going to be moving with a girl at the time, uh, Tara, but. So we were looking at places together, and we saw a place on Spring Street. It was a two-bedroom, one-bath shithole. Yep. But it was a thousand dollars, and I was like, you know what? We each can do five hundred. I can do that. Yep. Now on Spring Street, you can't. It's like a two-bedroom, one-bath, twenty-five hundred. Um, That'll change though. Yeah. I, I mean, that's I've been beating this drum for like, I don't know, about a year or two. Uh -huh. you, you know, you look at what happens has happened along the crosstown. There's just so many, I mean, there's like eight guilds coming forward. Oh, for sure. Thousands and thousands of units are, are coming online. And I'm not saying like it's going to go through the floor, but. The guild, by the way, is like a luxury apartment oh, place. So, <laughs> so bougie and fancy. <laughs> Who lives there? I mean, I if I didn't have the dog, I would consider it. But I, I feel I like it. I would get nothing done. Oh, yeah. It, it's, a, it's a small, like, um, what do you call it? Is it I, for adults? I, well, I was going to say, it would, to me, it would feel like a really fancy dorm. It is. You know I feel I mean? like I'm in a hotel, which is nice. Yeah, yeah but like, I don't know that I would ever feel like I truly like lived yeah. there. You know what I mean? Like, I thought about it for a hot set, but I was like, ah, the dog, there's no green space nearby. It is and, hard to and, do a dog. Yeah, I, I love it. Like, I, I love the guilt. Like, if I was coming from New York, yeah. that I would love this. It's just like, lock it up and leave. And totally. I travel so much, so totally. it's great for me. Um, Where are you now, by the way? The guild. You are at the guild. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a studio there. Yeah. Ryan has a great head. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was going to say. It's worth every penny, though, honestly. I mean, you have the rooftop I figured by pool. now you would, you would like, have figured out a way to, to like, Instagram or, like, oh, promote I'm working them on that. a little bit. Oh, I'm working on that. Not for the guild, but there is this new Shameless place coming up. Shameless plug for the guild. Up. Yeah, that, um, yeah, shameless plug for the guild. There's an apartment <laughs> complex asking me. They're, they're almost done. Uh, that might switch for... Instagram contact. Oh, Lotus, you want to be on? Yeah, my giant dog is getting honorary. Come here, buddy. Um, for our Instagram content for free rent. So that's a thing that's starting oh. now, which is crazy. Yeah, but rightfully so. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like, I, I look, I look at it, and I'm like, you know, I remember when I got a little baby, a baby boost uh, of of followers. Like, it was really weird to contextually think that, like, oh, oh my God, like I've got. 10,000 random people plus that now follow me. That's more than like watch the evening news, oh, yeah. you know, but like the evening news is consistently charging, you know, the local law firm of which mm -hmm. there's plenty, um, the local law firm, like thousands of dollars for that ad spot. And like, oh, for sure. yo, I'd take some money. Yeah. I'd, I'd <laughs> take some free rent, but you know, whatever. I'm, I'm really just trying to sell an extra house or two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is, it is weird to think, uh, that, that everything's that get, going to Instagram. Uh huh. I mean, I don't. I think movies are going to be obsolete in 20, 30 years. It's just all going to be reality TV. We all watch each other's stories on Instagram. They have like yeah. Instagram TV. Yep. It's YouTube, YouTube, you know, channels. It's crazy. Um, but anyways, but when I did first move here, Tara ended up getting engaged or like falling in love with this guy, and they're now married. So thank God she stayed in Columbia. Sure. But um, I had to find a place last minute. I looked on James Island because the rent yep. was more affordable, and I moved into Mira Vista behind oh, Publix, yeah. that gated area. Yep. And we live in a three-bedroom. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, three-bedroom, two-bath. It was perfect. Um, and what girl, year was that? Oh, we did the math already. What year was that? So, the, but that was the original. Okay. Yeah. So, so the original place was James Island and Mira Vista. Because James Island, even just seven and a half years ago, was like like when people would ask like, 
where can I buy a house oh, yeah. and like get, you know, out and fish and park my boat in the, the front yard, yard yeah. and like no one's going to bitch at me. I'd be like James Island. Yeah. You know, and, and like it was half the price of downtown oh, Amalfi. Yeah. And it was right off the connector. So I was basically 100%. downtown. Yeah. Um, and the two girls were great that I moved in with. One went to, she coached like College of Charleston soccer and the other one, I forget what she did, but they were great. Great girls. And I think my rent was 550 So we each paid 550 Jeez. Yeah. Which is like now comparatively <laughs> today, you're like, yeah. God, what a steal. What a steal. Let's go back. Yeah. For yeah. Real. <laughs> right, For real. Right. But on, I mean, that's, as someone, you know, who's been actively selling um, property, homes, real estate for the past handful of years, I thought, you know, ah, I'm never going to be in James Island. Yeah, yeah. Here, we, here we sit uh, because I'm six minutes downtown. I've lived everywhere in Charleston. Now. Likewise. Yeah. yeah. Mount, yeah. I've lived in Mount Pleasant, downtown, James Island. I haven't done John's Island. It's too far for me. Yeah. Li- likewise. Yeah. Likewise. I, I, I did the opposite. I moved to Mount P originally okay and then you know did the buy flip you know renovate it flip it move on to the next i mean the first one of the first ones i did was wagner terrace okay which was you know again back that people were like what you're paying <laughs> two hundred and fifty thousand for a brick bungalow like yeah. what are you thinking now they're selling for half a million uh-huh it's so crazy. Uh-huh. My mom, like, she lives in Knoxville, Tennessee, and you can go to lunch for $10 for me and her. You know? It's Which, crazy. So right. cheap. Here she comes to lunch and it's, you know, $60, and she's like, holy shit, Chelsea, you could, like, your money could go so much further elsewhere. Why are you staying in Charleston? Right. And it's like, why am I? And then I think it's like, because it's such a beautiful city, and I do love the people, and we have the beach. And- well, and there's that weird dichotomy, because on one hand, you have that, right? Because, like, I get the, I'll get the, maybe the local, or the you know, the couple moving from, say, Sumter, South Carolina, and they remember, or they compare it to, like, their hometown, or remember the days when Charleston was cheaper, oh, yeah. you know, but then on the flip side, like, I've got, you know, the, the couple that I was working with last week, from, literally from New York, and they're sending me, you know, properties in Jersey City that they can get for 600 some thousand, and it's like, oh my God, six, and they come down, and they're like, we can get Mount Pleasant, you know, like single family, twenty five hundred square feet, they, right? And they and they come down and they eat the food, and they're like, "This in New York would be twice mm-hmm. for the for the plate." Oh, yeah. So I, I think we're we're in that weird dichotomy where we are kind of still a secondary market compared to New York and Frisco and all you know the I feel big like we're big pretty cities. Pretty close to New York though, food like drink wise, pricing. In terms of stuff? quality or pricing, both. Well, I was gonna say pricing. I think. Anything new, totally agree. Yeah, it's, new, it's all yeah. like anything that opens up new. It's like, all right, I get it. Small plates, you know, and and you're gonna charge me through through yeah, the yeah. nose for it. But I still feel like there, you know, there's the old staples. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, like I still to this day set, contend that the place that opened up in the past five years, best bang for buck, Stellas. I've still never been there. Oh my god, I love that place. Because really? I love Greek food. I love I Mediterranean love food meal. Too. And what was it before? It was like the West, not the Westendorf. Something like that. Something like I think that. that. Was it? Maybe it was the Westendorf. Yeah. And they did this beautiful reno, but they think they had to change chefs like eight different times, okay. and it just flopped. And then yeah. Stella's came in and just said like, "Hey, we're gonna do." And I think it took my my dad and my sister there one random night when they happened mm-hmm. both be in town. Three of us split like four or five different quote unquote small plates. 
and I think a glass or two of wine each. Yeah. Paid the bill with tip. It was like seventy-five bucks. Stop. Uh huh. All right, I need to go there. And and we had leftovers. Like I was, I still had like you know like lamb meatballs yeah. the next day and like half of a Greek salad. Well, now you got the new places where you get a charcuterie board and it's like, yeah. wait, I'll eat that by myself. Right, and right, right. It's, you know, seventy dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, and and exactly, but but that I think that's that's the part that has changed in Charleston for the food scene. Like if you don't hit right away, especially if you're going in anywhere off that King Street line, mm -hmm. you're you're dead. You know, like you change chef. Even um, what's the one uh, Nita Zucker uh, was part of downtown? Uh, 1842 on the corner. Um, they did that like massive renovation. They mm -hmm. repinned up structural steel to an old building. Okay. But then they, yeah, I think they swapped like chefs four or five, six different times. It's, such, and then, it's so hard too. If you open up and your and your food isn't good or your yeah. chefs aren't good, people aren't, don't give it a second chance in Charleston. I think part of it is we know, you know, especially yeah. if you've been here for more than five minutes, you know, you just have options. For sure. You know what I mean? Like you know that that. I mean, I have my favorites. I always list like Hall Shop House is my number one. Sure. For atmosphere wise, I mean, if you don't like being in the scene and being like busy, it's not your place. But oh, food so wise. <laughs> <laughs> food wise social like atmosphere if you want up that charleston yeah. feel i mean there's always a hall working they'll yep. remember your name you feel that is very, that southern yes. hospitality no, i mean to their credit like literally every time you go in the there, portions are huge yes. um I and, honestly and the think service the service is amazing is excellent yeah and the cocktails are amazing um you get treated like a king and queen there yeah. you do you, you get what you pay for it but also too i've even told Tommy Hall, like last month, I was like, y'all could raise your prices. Everyone else says, and he's like, that's not our style, Chelsea. Like yeah. this, we're keeping it the way yeah. it is. Everyone, you know, and you can go in there with a baseball cap or a tux and feel sure. the same. Wait, but I, I think that what you just described is what truly has not only originally attracted me to Charleston in general, yeah. but um, I think made me feel so at home because mm -hmm. like, I love the fact that like like there's maybe three places in town where I'm like ooh jacket required yeah you know and, and like growing up in North, in the Northeast it was like very different like if you went out and had like a fancy meal you had to dress up oh you slacks and the you know especially tie and everything it's rare I feel the necessity to here now granted in the middle of the summer it's just too fucking hot uh, but but the fact that like you can go get a great meal. And I can be in like t-shirt and at jeans. At a five-star restaurant? hundred t-shirt and jeans. Yeah. yeah. And, and like the guy or girl sitting next to you is rocking the same thing. Oh, yeah. And they might, you know, they could be anybody from like a recent college grad to like they just sold their app and they're worth like a billy. Oh, yeah. You know, and you have no clue. No, no idea. No clue. You know, I, I, I remember I met them accidentally years back. I was getting coffee at Cafe Medley mm -hmm. when... Rest in peace, Kathy Medley. <laughs> uh, but we're getting coffee at Kathy Medley one morning on Sullivan's Island, mm -hmm. and I'm just chit-chatting with some guy, a little older guy, mm -hmm. very nice, ends up being the VP of AT&T. Oh, yeah. He's like just finishing building this Probably has you know, holes beautiful, in his shirt. right, 100%. <laughs> yeah, he looked like more of a bum that's than sick. I did, which that's is hard, sick. but like, oh, you know, I'm sure. yeah, but, but I'm like, this is the beauty of it oh, all. Yeah. Let me shift to this. Okay. So uh, recently, you got me in the past year involved with some TV show that people <laughs> are fucking heard of. You got that swipe up now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So I can shamelessly self-promote the handful of people that unfortunately follow me. 
Um, but you you are hair and makeup to the stars. To the stars. To of the Charleston. stars of Charleston. <laughs> How the hell did that happen? You know what? It's so funny. It's just a normal story, honestly. But uh, I was doing a wedding about four and a half years ago with Landon that was on the show's yep. sister. Yep. So she, I don't know if she owns or like she is one of the top stylists of Willow downtown. Sure. Yeah. Um, I should go to Willow. Did you? I, I did. I, I, I went, God, what was it called before? It was Urban Nirvana. I was, okay. and then the, the girl that was cutting my hair there went to Willow oh, okay, and now okay. she's moved, you know, so fortunately now my like, the owner of Urban Nirvana's son. <laughs> God, it's a small town. Anyway, small town, the yeah. chemo in the, this the is, site, this right? Is small yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, I was doing a wedding, and she hit me up and was like, hey, our makeup on, artist is on maternity leave. I saw the work that you did with the wedding that I met you at. Yes. Um, could you, you know, pick up some of our weddings for us? Um, and I was like, sure. So I started doing that. Um, and then Landon hit her up, was like, the hair and makeup people – that Bravo has coming in to do our hair and makeup we're not liking. Sure. Do you know anyone? Sure. And there's very few people in Charleston that do both hair and makeup. And for production purposes, it's just easier for them to hire one person than two and all of that. Which, um, like, what a good opportunity. Because I feel like now HBO, okay. you know, is, is setting up so more, more shop yeah. here. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, You're in a great position. Oh, for sure. And I've done two movies here, but that's a whole different world. Sure, oh. sure, sure. Um, But anyway, so I, I went in and I... Did the hair and makeup, and I knew Catherine a little bit beforehand um, mm. through the polo world. Yep. And then I knew Craig. We were friends beforehand. So, um, but I went in, did the hair and makeup. Just they liked what I did and got along with the girls and. Sure. Um, and you've been doing that now. How many years? This will be going to my fourth season. So we're going to start wow. filming in January for season seven. And have you have you found? I mean, obviously, over time, you know, I think you're you're personal following has probably grown have, have has it, it been has. a boon for your business it has it's been great for my business yeah. um are people finding you mostly through instagram are they like giving you shout outs how does it all work yeah i mean you like i do all their hair and makeup for green screen right and i have different like, relationships with all the cast members sure but are you doing like, the guys mm-hmm. really oh all, yeah the they guys all wear makeup. makeup oh all the guys wear makeup really the only one that doesn't wear a lot of makeup is chef and he hates getting his makeup done he's like he hates it he's such a guy's guy he's like no i don't want any makeup yeah, i'm like you like have to you have to you do have you? to on camera well, what are the guys putting on uh well which one do you want to talk about i mean we you don't have to call any of them <laughs> I'm out just i'm just saying um, like what it like like if if a guy went on so this is green screen not day-to-day they're not walking screen. around day-to-day, charleston they're no day-to-day regular filming they're no got makeup it. Got um it. a lot of them like i'll put concealer on them some foundation what's concealer <laughs> it goes under the eye so like dark got circles it. Got it. Um, so that goes on. Because um, they're all getting older. They're all getting older or hungover or tired yes. or yeah. <laughs> depending, you know, what events or day. See, I use coffee for that. I don't yeah. know if it works, but I, I hope that yeah. keeps me perky through the day. I, I mean, every, every guy anything. that's on camera has makeup on. Really? From the NFL Network to news to TV shows, yeah, yeah. like, they have makeup on. I assume, well, see, yeah, I, I watch, like, the, you know, the NFL, like, pregame shows, and I'm like, t- come on, Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. Like, I know some of those wrinkles are hidden right now. Oh, for sure. Botox, all, all the things. Um, Is it called Brotox? Brotox. Brotox, Brotox. yes. Um, yeah, so concealer I use, foundation I use, bronzer is a big thing for guys because I can, like, chisel out their their facial structure a little bit more. God, all these um, tricks. If, they're, if it's, you know, wintertime, bronze them up. 
also if they I feel in their eyebrows in certain spots if they're you know too light or in the beard um like Craig has a little area on his like left side that I fill in sometimes um hair you know just little things like that so if their lips are chapped moisturize them lotion so you're doing every cast member before every interview that they do yes Except for Patricia. Patricia has her own makeup artist that Naturally. she's been using for forever. Naturally. Yeah. Well, I, I think so. All right. So some of the, the the faces are maybe a little little fake, but I think more importantly, <laughs> <laughs> how much of the show is fake? Honestly, none. Really? The only thing that you can consider fake, not natural is obviously the events that are put on to everyone together, like the full cast events. Right, right, right. Um, because obviously those are put on for the show, so they're all together. Sure. But the drama that you see, every it's all real. Yeah. So it's like, unfortunately, unfortunately, like what yeah, you yeah, see right, is what right, you right, get. Right, right, right. But I mean, that's just how, besides them, that's how Charleston is, you know? Sure. Like what you see is what you get. And um, all of that drama that you see on TV is real. So it's not, so it's not produced. It's not produced at all. There's no scripts. It's not produced. Um, I would tell you the do, truth. Do they do they like, you know, get to an event, liquor them up a little bit? Oh, of and course. Then, and then like, because there's always these like weird, you know, and and Alcohol having gold. <laughs> having had my dumb face on it for two seconds, of course, I I narcissistically watched most of last season oh, yeah. for the first time ever. Oh. I sat there and just would watch and be like, okay, that that part felt unnatural. Where they're like, hey. Let's go have a talk over here. Uh, you know well, what I mean? That like happens. that's that's so that was, can't be totally natural, right? No. Okay. So, but as far as like what's talked about and whatnot, like I said, the parties that are put on. Obviously, it's put on to get them all together. Sure. What happens there is all natural. But if everyone's at a party in the beginning, everyone's still sober usually. Yeah. Whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liquid courage starts coming. Totally. Um. But if nothing's happening, I mean, you'll have a producer be like, "Hey." you wanted to talk to blah, blah, blah about the issue, right? Like, go do that now yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. we're wrapping in like two hours, you know, kind of thing. But it's nothing scripted. So uh, it's in what? It's sixth season. Is that right? We're going to seventh. Seventh. Holy shit. Yeah. So, Because I, I can remember like when it first came out, and it, you know, it was, it was still a couple years into living here. I was like, this will never work. Admittedly. No, you know, it's and, crazy. and, and I like even it. knowing now a couple people they on the show. They say the same thing. Right. Totally. <laughs> Have you, having been part of it now for some time, have you felt, and, and again, do not have to call out anyone individually, right. have you seen it have an impact, good, bad, or otherwise, where it's changed anybody? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, How so? I mean, it's even changed me sometimes, like when there's a lot of filming going on and I'm going, you know, doing hair and makeup on so many people, people will be like, Chelsea, did you not know you're going to be on TV? Like you have no hair and makeup on. I'm like, you don't understand the behind the scenes of getting everyone else ready and yeah, running yeah, around yeah, right. for, you know, friends that have uh, clothing lines or whatever. You're trying to pick up product to get on TV for your client or whatever. Sure. Like, yes, I do hair and makeup, but there's a lot of other things that I do behind sure. going into it. So that's super interesting there. So you said people are trying to do product placement yeah. throughout the episode. Which Bravo hates. <laughs> right. I was going to say, so Bravo pushes back against it, but like, you know, we live, we work, and play here, right? It's a small and town. it is a small town, and it's local business, so on and so forth. Do you struggle with that, or do you feel? Do you ever feel like people reach out almost in a way where it's like, okay, you're trying to take advantage of me and the exposure that I can get you, and it's very obvious. Oh, yeah. 
Do, is it reciprocal? Do you, or do you like, hey, no. for like a few thousand bucks? <laughs> no, I'm not on that level yet. Okay. Well, maybe I will be. I don't know. Right, but right. Um, honestly, like we're, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Kind of, you want to help your friends out. Sure. And the cast members definitely want to help their friends out. I mean, we, they were, you know, they're normal like everyone else. And sure. They all have their own businesses that they're trying to run. So they understand. So if they're friends with you, they, they're going to try to help you. Like sure. they really are good about that. Yep. Um, but then you do have, like, I get Instagram messages, especially with, you know, reliefs for, like, for the Bahamas or things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And, like, it's great causes, but when you have everyone reaching out and everyone's doing it, people will contact me. Hey, like, I know you're friends with, you know, they'll say, like, Shep. And, like, Shep and I aren't friends. I wouldn't say friends. We're acquaintances. Totally. And he's a great guy and totally. get along, whatever. But I wouldn't be like, hey, this random follower of mine reached out and wants you to promote their business or their right. relief or whatever because it's that's just like now you're using me to get to people totally. and whatnot um so i'll have things like that or you know hey chelsea i know we haven't seen each other since high school um Bye. but I'm yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah i'm not gonna ask them to do that because at the end of the day too it's their business and it's how they make money yep. with the show and you know if they're gonna put sunglasses on blast, they're getting paid for it. Yeah. And we can't hate them for that. That's how they're making money. And we would do the same. So do, would you say primarily like the, the cast members that you are close with, mm-hmm. I mean, Instagram is obviously the platform. Everybody's yeah. got attention on it and it's, and it's important. Now Facebook was, you know, around the time you and I moved here, 2012. I don't even know if I had Instagram. In 2012. I don't think Instagram was a, maybe it was, know. but it wasn't popular. No. It was Facebook. Yeah. We're right. Yeah. Um, would you say a majority of the cast members uh, make most of their income or all of their income based off what they do on Instagram? No. Or are they using it as a way to accentuate what they already do? Yeah. So they, I mean, I don't know what they make um, money-wise, and nor is it my business. Sure. But I know they get taken care of. I mean, they're about to be on season seven. Yep. I mean, if it was season one or two, they sure. probably wouldn't be making sure. <laughs> anything. You're right. Um, but as far as, you know, promoting on Instagram um, – you know, shakes or sunglasses or whatever, uh, that's just extra income. Sure. Um, and I know a lot of them are picky about what they do. And I, I mean, rightfully so. Um, yeah. But also, too, if someone's offered me 20 grand to promote a shake and I hate it, no offense, whoever's listening, but I'm going to promote it. I want that 20 grand, <laughs> so would you. <laughs> so if you really want to know the truth, I've ever got on that level, just DM me, I'll tell you if I need it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Well, and that, that was going to be my next question is like, if they're taking money to do that sort of thing, like, yeah. At what point, you know, do you feel or do they feel, and, I, you know, I, it's probably hard to speak for them, do you promote a product it, yeah. if the money's right? Because I, I, I would sit there and, and struggle with that, I think, you know, because, like, I think they do. knock on wood, business has been, has been good for me. And, and, like, if somehow I got up to 1005 and all of a sudden had the opportunity yeah. to make money uh, promoting product or service or whatever, I still feel like it would have to be something – that I believe I, yeah. in, you know? I think until you get to the point where you're making so much money to where you're like, no, I don't need to do these products. Yes. Then you don't. Right. But also, too, I mean, they all do the same. Like, the dog food is big right now. The daily harvest is big right now. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the dog food's great. Everyone that's done the dog food, they like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The daily harvest shakes. I have clients that do it that are, you know... They oh, no try, they I, like yeah. Them. I mean, I, I think both of yeah. you and I are saying the same thing. We're like, but, if we got to that point, yeah. of course, there'd be yeah. an, uh, a possible income stream. But like, do you, you know, like 
the teamy shit that I used to see. You know, like at no. what point would I be like? I but it's hard to say no because it's like in the beginning you would get like maybe offered five thousand dollars or ten, but that sure. five ten thousand that's just like fun money in, sure. my, in my head to be like, yep. or if I'm trying to buy a house or something, it's like you do that. I mean, that's just for a couple, you know, Instagram stories. It's so easy. Right. Why would you pass that up? Well, I, I mean, you know, yeah, but, for, but, for better word, like I'm, I'm always such a head in the cloud type of guy. So like I sit there and I'm like, but if I promote that once, does that make yeah. like, you and know, Denise in Dayton, Ohio be like, screw this guy. Like, oh, yeah, like you sure. sell out, you know, like just teach me how stuff and shut up. You know what I mean? Well, and I think it's hard too, because I've started unfollowing people that promote so many products. It's right. Like, you definitely are just using that. You feel used as a 100%. follower that like you're using me to make money. Well, and, and, and like, you know, I obviously don't do that uh, for any particular product. Nobody's yeah, paying yeah. me. No. Right. But for the handful of people that follow me occasionally, like I try to do stuff like this where it's value, 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 value. Yeah. But when I go in for the hard ask, it's usually like, hey, this is my listing. Yeah. Just FYI. Yeah. Just, hey, if you have anyone, and I try of course to be creative and fun with for it. For sure. But like, I, I feel like all too often, and like, oh God, I think our parents' generation's guilty of this, but I, th I see people, especially in my industry of real estate, they go in for the like soft ask where it's so obvious that they're trying to be salesy oh, and everything yeah, yeah. like come to this breakfast. Yeah. You're like, dude, you're just trying to get my data. Yeah. You know, like, exactly. <laughs> like if you want my info, like just save yourself and text mm -hmm. me, you know? Sure. Um, so, so I, I don't know what the right methodology is. I just feel like our generation in particular, and, and maybe we've all just gotten a little bit smarter. Our bullshit meter so high. So we know high. when we're being sold. We do, you know. But also too, it's just like there's so many directions you can go with it. Where you're like, yes, you want the money, but then you don't. I mean, your followers, you work hard to grab your followers, and right. unfortunately, unfortunately, like this world, like that's how you can make money these days. Sure. Um, but then you put bullshit on there, you're gonna lose them. Well, and I, I th you know, I was having this conversation with my admin the other day, and the whole reason, frankly, I said let's start doing a podcast yeah. because a. I love the idea of content um, as a as a way of building value to my network, and the reason is like so many people in my line of work care about customer acquisition costs. Mm -hmm. You know, if I pay Zillow five thousand dollars, I get five hundred leads. I can convert five percent of them, which most agents yeah. are converting three, um, and then that you know here's the direct ROI. But then they never talk to those people again and only bug them about trying to resell their house. Mm -hmm. And I sit here and I'm like, I don't give a fuck about CAC customer acquisition <laughs> costs. I care about lifetime value. Yeah. And like, if I can do a podcast that effectively like saves me a ton of time, right? Like me and you just talking here, yeah. super efficient. Oh yeah. Now I just have to find the intern to edit. But, but like, if the five second clip of us exchanging, you know, our love of James Island brings value yeah. to someone down the road, like way more important to me oh, sure. than the short term microeconomics of like a $2,000 teamy ad because my Instagram, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, that's, that's where with these like Southern charm folks, I just wonder like, they do have a, a pretty decent sized audience. So I would assume mm -hmm. some of it's local, some of it's national. Um, I'm just always curious for for folks in that position. Like, are they 
banking on just taking advantage of the short-term microeconomics. And if they are, like, kudos. Well, I would, you know, I'd be tempted. How, because there's always going to be something better. So right. right now it's like, yeah, we don't know how long this is going to last to make money, so why right. not do it, right? Because Correct. there's going to be another platform to go on to do right. it. Right, right, right. Um, but then you don't – it's just so hard because you don't want to lose your followers and make them feel like you're taking advantage of them. Right. Um, for me, I'm almost to 9,000. I'm not even, like, that important at all. Um, but I have – product lines sending me stuff in the mail. Like I'll open my mailbox every day. There's new um, cosmetic lines sending sure. me things. And I'll post on my Instagram story, oh look, thank you so much for sending it to me. Totally. But if you don't see me talking about it on my story, There's a reason. I'm not liking it. And I think that's fair. Yeah. I think, I that's, think fair. that's very fair. They're nice enough to send me product. I'm yep. going to take a picture of it and put it on my story. Like, thank you so much. But if I'm not talking about like later on, then I'm not liking the product. And if you follow me, I don't talk a lot about sure. products that have been sent to me. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, so I know at one point you were exploring the possibility of like a YouTube yes. show. Are you still doing that, or? Oh, Are Gentry? I'm so ADD. <laughs> I'm trying to take on everything. The, the, the millennial crux, yeah. Um, honestly, I would love to. As far as, but doing it like the filming ourselves and the editing ourselves and whatnot, it was gonna be. Uh, my friend Lash and I mm -hmm. and Lash is an amazing hair and makeup artist also um, a gay male in Charleston sure so he has that to offer you know in the south being gay even mm -hmm. though Charleston's great for that it's the liberal city and sure. whatnot um, we had that aspect of it and then me with you know southern charm and whatnot and some country artists um, and traveling and we're just funny together yeah like Probably should never be together because we're dangerous. Um, but it's been a great show. It might still happen. We called it Cutthroat. He's cutting hair, and then also we're just like cutthroat in yep. this world. Oh, I love that. Um, we had some production people from like Netflix kind of interested. But they, we had to do a reel, and that just costs money and time. And totally. Well, and there's I, I, so many of us out there. Yeah. So it's honestly anyone can do anything. It's just putting the effort to do it. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, everything I've ever attempted on a from a content standpoint, yeah. of course, is it's always the execution. You know, mm -hmm. like that's the, always the secret sauce because what always ends up happening, I'm sure with you as well, the second, you know, the, the folks from Bravo hit you up and they're like, we need you here these days, this time, you go into minute. total execution mode on there because you're like, that's going to make me money. Mm -hmm. Just like if and when the phone rings later today, tomorrow, whatever, hey, we want to go look at this right. house. I'm going back into full-time agent mode and then all this sort of macro stuff that I know is so valuable, just kick it down oh, yeah. the road, yeah. kick it down the road. Exactly. Um, so anyway, I, yeah, I was just, I was curious yeah. if you, if that was still on the horizon for you. But I do have something in the works right now, hopefully to where, cause I need to capitalize on this whole thing going on because Southern Charm won't last forever and sure. they're doing it. So I need to. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> um, but starting a makeup line, a Southern Charm makeup line. So having like, you know, the Cameron lip color, the Catherine yeah. red lip, yeah, the, you know, eyelashes, the Naomi. Oh, you need to get in. yourself a Shopify site and set that damn thing <laughs> so up before I they start filming again. So I paired up with a lady who's the business side. Sure. So, um, and I'm like the creative influencer side. Yep. So I think we'll do well together. She actually has, um, she owns Holy City Lip Gloss in Charleston. Okay. So she already has the people to make the product and all that. So yep. we'll see if it goes anywhere. I hope it does. Um, I'm trying to get it going before filming starts in January. Well, you know what I love about that is like, you're just, you're banking on your strengths. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's hard. I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. <laughs> that's so hard. I think in my twenties, especially yeah. starting out, like 
you just try to do it all. Hey, mm-hmm. money's tight, so like you don't want to pay anybody for shit. And you certain you're oh, like, yeah. I don't want to give away anything. I'm like, mm, I'm best if I'm here interfacing with people, mm-hmm. whether it's doing a podcast with you or I go do a, a home buyer consult or a listing appointment tomorrow, mm-hmm. whatever it is, I need to be out and about because oh, yeah. those are my strengths. Mm-hmm. And me sitting around executing, trying to edit film, run run consistent admin work. <laughs> of course, I need to know it, understand yeah. it, so you don't get taken advantage of. But my God, I, I think getting into my 30s, it was a realization that oh, like, yeah, sure. I can't do it all. Oh, yeah. Time's my most valued asset. We're in our 30s, Gentry. Well, you know, what, what do the kids keep saying? 30s in your 20s? Yeah, exactly. Or at least people in this town act that, that way. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you're really 30, but you're really acting like you're 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're dating like you're 23. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, before we shift to anything else, um, any, any like new uh, insight on the next season? Mm. Anything to get people all jazzed up about? I don't know. They keep me out of the loop pretty much uh, with that. Kind of, they keep everyone out of the loop because they're Yeah, but you know, the, you know the drama that's been going on around town? Come oh. on, Chelsea. You're too well connected. Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay. Well, I, I sit mean, at home with my dog too often. I mean, we everyone sees on social media. I yeah, think Austin and Madison are together this week. I don't know. <laughs> I love them both too. Uh, you know, for two people I've never met, they, they caused me uh, some, <laughs> some stress for a night or two. That's why I had to bring their names up <laughs> just for you. <laughs> Um, if, I mean, the, if they ever listen to this, listen, guys, there's no hard feelings, but uh, <laughs> my God, what the hell was that? Anyway, go ahead. Um, let's see. Catherine's doing great. She's almost done with her um, stuff with Thomas. I think okay. all that is ending in a month. Good. Um, let's see. Uh, Naomi is killing it with LeBay. Uh, what is LeBay? LeBay is her clothing line. Got it. With um, Jenny. Yep. Yep. I know. <laughs> I yeah, I met, I met Jenny. Nice girl. Um, yep. I think I'm hearing a rumor that Cameron might be coming out with a children's mom book. You know, I need to contact Cameron because oh, uh, what I what I can say is after two seconds of my dumb face being on on the TV mm-hmm. screen, I sold just a couple more houses this year. One actually one uh, one couple in particular. You know, I'm, I've been 100% referral based mm-hmm. most of my career. I'm sitting in their kitchen, and I get a submission form uh, from my website. Hey, we have this house in this neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. I'm sitting in their kitchen, and I just said, you know, hey, guys, i got to ask. Usually it's, hey, uh, Fred or, or uh, Denise told me that, like, you did a great job for them, and here we are. Help us out. I said, I just, out of curiosity, how did we get connected? Mm-hmm. And they said, well, you know, embarrassingly so, you know, we are talking to another agent or two, but the first time we saw you was in our, li- in our living room. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? And yeah, I've had a couple awesome. others, you know, yeah. through Instagram and whatnot. I mean, that's how I give a lot of my weddings. I mean, they see and, me on social media. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, Cameron, you're, you're selling real estate. Who are you referring it to? Cameron, send me all your yeah, leads. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So uh, anyway. Yeah, and Catherine's doing um, her kids' furniture line, and it's doing good. They're going to BravoCon in November. November is BravoCon, so I what think it's What is BravoCon? Cameron and um, Catherine are going to be there. It's the first year, so you know how they do, like, MarvelCon? With, like, yeah. the uh, yeah. comic, Comic-Con or whatever Right, right. Um, they're doing one for the Bravo celebrity people, and it's already it's sold out within, like, a couple days. What? So people can come and, like, see their Bravo celebrities. And um, whatever product, do they put them in like a 
like a rotating box of some nature? <laughs> I don't like, know. <laughs> I'm going up to do Catherine's hair and makeup for it. I have no idea. Um, but they're allowed to promote whatever business that they have Got and it. sell out of there. So Catherine's going to be selling these really cute stools with different fabrics and stuff on them from her. Oh, so a huge line. boon for, for, sure. for them. So cool. I don't know what Cam's doing. I'm sure Chef will have Chef Gear there. Sure. Um, he's killing it with Chef Gear. The American flag hats. The hats. Yeah, he has a couple other hats, and he has some cute Buddy tanks. Buddy wears one of those. I, I would take that says uh, tan fat equals muscle. That's like one of my faves. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if Craig will be there. If he doesn't, sure he'll have his pillows there. He's killing it with the pillow parties. I don't know if you've seen him do that. He's you like know, I've never, I've never thrown a pillow party. It's... You would want to throw a pillow party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw a bonfire on the beach party for the, oh, for the bits. Oh, you need Yeah. I've always that feels very natural, you know, yeah, like me, you. me in a flannel with the dog and like, <laughs> like a warm drink, you know, oh, sure. yeah, that's, right? that's where I want to be. Oh, so, sure. uh, we're going to do that next month. Um, I do know that they're casting for, um, some new people. So look out for some new faces for season seven. Oh, interesting. Anybody we would know? Yeah, but I can't say. Ah, oh, come on. I can't, I can't. Let's be honest. I'm not going to find somebody to edit this for months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Um, no, I, 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 I can't say too much because I don't know. I, don't I feel you. I can't. I know, I know, I know. I'm not going to pry. We edited it out. Wink, yeah. wink. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, uh, anything, anything else for, to report on? Any, anything you want to touch before we wrap up? No. Any questions? I know you do. I mean, I've got a million questions. I just, you know, I don't, I don't know what's appropriate for the airwaves. Oh, ask anything. <laughs> you know me. I'm an open book. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. Um, well, I think overall we've somehow filled 52 minutes. So overall, I, I think uh, for a first episode, I couldn't have asked okay. for a better, uh, better sit down. I thank you for awesome. doing it. Thanks Man, for me. thanks so much. Hey, podcast listeners, thanks for making the 843 Living Podcast part of your day. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or Anchor, or wherever it is you get your podcast. And from me and the rest of Charleston, thank you for listening.